0: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply
1: how you doing down there in the fort we're having a snowstorm
2: I saw that after that beautiful spat of weather, almost two weeks. Uh, I was talking to the bride last night. Not a not a speck of snow on the ground. That's changing even as we speak. Huh? That is correct,
1: sir. But this won't
2: last. Well, long. no, probably won't. That's one thing. Those uh, unless they're really, uh, you know, 15 inches or something. That March snow doesn't last as long as the earlier stuff. For some reason. You know, it just seems like at this time of year things get warmer, and then like in October they start getting colder. It seems like it happens that way every year. I don't know. That's pretty that's... much the way it happens. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Uh, Richard Pitino is, uh, I guess, officially out. I don't know if the Gophers have yet announced it, but it's all over the media that uh, he has been let go by the Gophers. I thought they were going to try to finesse this hoping he'd get the New Mexico job so they could make it look like he just was changing positions, uh, leaving the Big Ten for the Mountain West. But uh, I guess that uh, that thing must be hung up or uh, the New Mexico move might be hung up, so they just decided. But we, we're getting off cheap, man. $1.7 to buy out Richard Patino.
3: Mm-hmm. Archie
2: Miller got fired at Indiana. They owe him. million in the time of COVID. But boy, they were really terrible uh, down the stretch. And it's Indiana. So, uh, you know, they said they had the guts to say a private philanthropic uh, group is paying the buyout. So what better use? of charity money yes. in Indiana than to fire the Hoosiers basketball coach, right? Oh, my words! Oh, Patrick. <laughs> Jeez. $10.3 million. Unbelievable. Wow. Well, who are the candidates
1: locally, I wonder?
2: Oh, uh, Brian Dutcher would like to have the job, I think, out at uh, San Diego State. But he'll be uh, 62 in the, before the season starts. I got a hunch he's going to go for a younger uh, guy. There's a, a guy at Cleveland State named Dennis Gates. I think the front runner is probably the guy at Loyola, Chicago, Porter Mosier. They're back in the tournament again. If you got coaches that are in the tournament, uh, young coaches that are in the tournament, you pretty much got to wait for the them to be eliminated before you uh, make anything official, but he's been working on this for a while. I'm sure Coyle. Think about Coyle is he don't use those search committee. Joe, he goes and gets the guy he wants and makes the deal. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Kids of the kids I used to have are uh, classmates of that uh, Loyola coach's kids. Oh, really? Yeah,
3: wow.
2: yeah. Quarterback. He's supposed to be really good.
3: Yeah.
2: He was. Uh, he was uh, assistant for. Uh, Majeris for a long time, but uh, I don't think he's as hard to deal with for the uh, media as uh, Rick could be at times. So uh, I, I, I hear nothing but good things about him. I got a couple of friends who deal with him who say he's, uh, they like him a lot. He's a, he's a fired-up coach, so he'll, uh, he'll get himself a technical foul or two during the year.
0: Pat, yeah. I have a question for you. Uh, I watched a fair amount of Illinois and Ohio State yesterday. And then, because I wanted to watch the selection show as I normally would, how in God's name did Michigan State make the tournament?
2: I have no idea. They beat. They had a. Lot, they had several good wins, right? Well, so but did the Gophers. <laughs> I know that's that's the that's the thing. It doesn't. There's no. I have no idea why they're in the tournament. They were. They they had a terrible year. They were. Um, they they were not that good. They had one nice win what last week and then they oh they beat michigan when michigan had nothing to play for because michigan had already wrapped up the big 10 title and uh, apparently they got uh, credit for that but yeah i don't know why they're in the tournament this is uh, this is probably the worst team he's had there in 15 20 years i i don't know why they're in the tournament they already didn't have kentucky and <laughs> duke so i suppose maybe they wanted i don't think Mer- michigan state carries that much weight, but uh, I, I I was surprised myself that they got in. But they they wound up embarrassing them by putting them in one of the playing play games. games against UCLA. <laughs> right. So it's not like they they welcomed them with open arms. How can you
1: mathematically pull this off in one building?
2: No, no, they're not.
1: Yeah, they're using several buildings. Oh, I thought we were only in one building. No, several buildings in
2: uh, in, in, Indianapolis. in Indianapolis.
3: Yeah
1: they're using
2: uh, I'm sure they're using the old Butler place and there's uh, there's a bunch of schools down there I don't know I, I was looking at the list there I don't know if they came out and told us who's playing who where yet to the, yesterday they did not the schedule did not include where the games were going to be right. played down there but it's all in the Indiana area I mean it's all in the area there and they got plenty of schools so but they and they're not letting enough people into uh you know, you can play in a high school gym if you want to.
1: I was going to ask you how many fans they're allowing for this tournament.
2: I don't think. I, think, I, don't, I, I don't think general tickets are being sold. I, no. I'm not sure, but I don't think they are. It's family and, you know, kids' families and stuff like that. I think. I haven't paid that much attention. I'm not I'm not sure, but... I just know that it's all down there in Indianapolis.
0: All right. I have an ESPN.com story on all of the venues being used for the tournament. Here we go. The Hinkle Fieldhouse, the original Cathedral of Basketball, uh, that's going to hold – it holds 9,100 people. They also are going to be using Hoosier Gym uh, in Hickory. Uh, Assembly Hall, they're going to be using – they are all boy. This computer is really slow. I apologize for that. Indiana Farmers Coliseum, which is on the site of the Indiana State Fair, uh, the John Wooden Gymnasium in Martinsville, and Mackey Arena. Uh, Phil? No, not Phil. That's a uh, that's we're, in Seattle. Where Purdue plays. <laughs> uh, Banker Life Fieldhouse, which is the home of the Indiana Pacers, La Lumery School. Uh, it looks like it's a small high school that holds about 800 people. Holy cow, they're using a ton. Of it. Lucas Oil Stadium, and that looks to be it. So there you go. Looks and like they
2: tried to lean on the Indiana basketball history there. They're going to use the gym in, uh, in uh – what what'd you say? The gym named after the Hickory team, even though there wasn't a Hickory.
0: That, it's uh, called Hickory Gymnasium. That's what that's the name of it on. And, according and where's to that him. located? Uh, let me scroll back up. Because uh, you know
2: Hickory, the Hickory Huskers were uh, were mythical. Uh, right. But uh, they they won their championship. Joel, uh, that was Hinkle Fieldhouse, where Jimmy or, or Chitwood made his uh, winning shot.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I remember calling you on deadline i was on deadline when keith smart hit the shot to win the game for indiana the same year hoosiers was released and i couldn't remember the name of the guy who made the shot and i called you and andy answered it in four seconds jimmy (laughs) and it was Titwood, but i can't remember if it was jimmy or johnny or what it was but uh it was, it was Chitwood, and I said, thank you. <laughs> you know, had no time to write, so I didn't know who to call, and there was nobody. I asked somebody around me, and he looked at me like I was nuts, so I called you and said,
0: who made that shot? Uh, Pat, I, I misspoke. Hoosier gym is the name of it. They just have a Hickory banner in, in, inside of the, uh, inside oh, okay. the venue. All right. That's in Knightstown, yeah. Indiana, and I missed one. Uh, they're also going to play at Springs Valley High School, which is, of course, The home of Larry Bird. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool.
2: Did you ever look at the uh, thing about uh, the Nolan Richardson? It was at some ceremony, maybe a Hall of Fame ceremony, and (laughs) he's doing. He's talking, and Larry Bird's being honored. And Nolan, you know, the great coach from Arkansas and uh, and a real character, was up there, and he was listening, talking about listening on the radio to an indiana state game and he was saying bird does this bird does that bird he said he's doing the whole broadcast bird doing this bird doing everything and he said boy when that game got over i said man that brother can play (laughs) then he said i looked in the paper and saw the picture the next day and said i'll be damned (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty funny
3: yeah
1: Pat uh, Lee Westwood's never going to win a major tournament, is he?
2: No, it was. I thought it was sixteen, but last week at Bay Hill, he pretty much had Deshambo on the run on fifteen. He's sitting in the middle of the fairway. Deshambo uh, hit it over in the woods and in the, in the big thick grass, and he has a nice little. I don't know, it was a six, a seven iron, eight iron. That's what he does. Hit it in the middle of the green, make your four. He, he drilled it over on the, he missed the, damn near missed the green, hit it over on this little peninsula green, basically blew the tournament. And yesterday, what the hell was that second shot on 16 into the sand? What, where did yep. that come from? I don't know. Did you watch it?
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: he he he. Not only hit it in the sand, he hit it behind a tree in the sand. What right. in the hell was that? If I was that girlfriend, I'd leave him. Yeah, <laughs> Helen's story. I'd dump him. Yeah. I think she had to work hard to give him. If he hadn't made that made that putt on eighteen to finish second, I don't think she would have given him the traditional end of the round kiss. Yeah. Well, he's made two million
1: dollars in two weeks, which is small yeah, consolation. That's true. But he's, he's that's amazing. True.
2: If uh, he was. He was having a hard time uh, maintaining the uh, smiling Lee, uh, the new smiling Lee image, though, after he screwed that thing up yesterday. Wow. That was brutal.
1: I wonder what the guys think of him when he has the gal on the bag. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they think that's fine. I guess she's supposed
2: to be Yeah, well, good. you know, she, I was reading about her. Uh, she's a physical fitness psycho, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, she's like, I think that's how he met her. She's a workout Fanatic, and uh, there's there's some videos of her working out. If you'd be interested on uh, on that line, but uh, but uh, if you'd like
0: to verify,
2: so she can the lugging the bag around is not a problem. But as they point out on the broadcast yesterday, she there's no advice to be had. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's lining up his own putts, he's making his own decisions because she's not a golfer and she's not going to tell him. You know, I think uh, I think you should hit a seven iron here, not an eight. That that he's he's playing without uh w- without that kind of uh, advice. Unlike Deschambeau, how would you like to be his caddy? No, you got to be a mathematical genius. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear the discussion, Joe? Uh, that he and DeChambeau and his caddy was having trying to decide whether they wanted to hit it 68 yards or 168 yards, 169 yards or 170 yards. Yeah. and they, they, I think it's 169. It's 69. They take the one off, you know, 69. I think it's 69. 70. No, 70, it's 68. They're, they're debating. The uh, Whether it's uh, 168, 169, or 170. Man, he's a psycho, but hitting it that far is an advantage. Well,
1: the conclusion I've reached about him is uh, you just might as well enjoy it. It's so novel. There's there's no figuring it out. But I don't like the way he plays because it makes me tense.
2: <laughs> he, looks, <laughs> well, yeah, he looks so tense his, all the time. His arms are tense. Everything he does is tense. Right. It, drives me nuts. His swing is tense. Everything yeah. basically, if you've been a golf instructor for the last 50 years – He's doing everything you don't want people to do, right? Right,
1: right, exactly. <laughs> and,
2: except the ball's going 380 yards, <laughs> and he can putt too. Is I mean, his, his his short game is not bad. And uh, what's really weird is the way he hits the ball out of the trap. Everybody else is, you know, you got to be fluid. You got to do. He does the old straight arm thing, even hitting the ball out of the trap. It's astounding.
1: I know, my 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 neck hurts when I watch him, my arms hurts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's uh, it is uh, it is incredible, but uh I I think uh we were all uh, rooting for uh we uh we, we, we I spent 2 weeks rooting for Westwood, that's it. I'm not one of these. I am too. I'm not I want to uh, see I'm a three I want to I want to see that I want He popped up out of nowhere. You know the thing is, he used to be such a great putter, but at 47, nobody's ever been a great putter, so I'm not surprised he's not.
1: I want to see Gim Kim and M in a in a foursome.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's well. I can find you some Kims, but uh, M and Gim are two that uh, the my fat guy is slumping though. The chubby M, who I just love, uh, and. When I watched him play those two tournaments in Hawaii, I said, this guy's going to win at Augusta, but he's kind of he's flamed out of the air a little less, so he's not playing that good right I see now. Is he the guy
1: with the slow but, backswing?
2: Yeah, and that and thicker guy, that chubby yeah, yeah, guy yeah, who yeah, looks yeah. like uh, he doesn't. He's not a workout fanatic, uh, but he's like 22 or something, right? Him? Mm-hmm, M- mm-hmm, I yeah. am. Yep. He's yeah. the only guy in the history of le- headline writers whose name is
3: too short. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: yeah. I am. That's you need something to beef up the uh, beef up the headline. So, hey, by the way, I got the headline for Patino, right? Yep. Uh, if he gets the New Mexico job, because the stadium, the basketball arena in Albuquerque, that's where uh, North Carolina State beat Houston, one of the last times they played in a real gym, nineteen eighty four. The they, the name of it is the Pit. And Mm -hmm. you walk in at at ground level, and the thing is dug into the ground. There's not a seat. When you walk in, there's not a seat above you. They're all below you, which is not good for sports writers when we were having to walk down there. So you walk down the whole arena. And I think it held 13,000, 14,000, but it's called the pit. Mm -hmm. So my headline is, Patino leaves Minnesota in the pits to coach – in the pit
3: <laughs> right <laughs> you
2: know this guy joe was we are all in on running him out but we had a lot of patience with this guy compared to normal for gopher basketball fans he is when you look at the record it's pretty much horrible
3: mm-hmm.
2: he's big 10 is 30 some games under 500 for his career his road record in the Big Ten, 14 and 14-61.
3: Wow. He's
2: a bigger bust than Munson was. And mm-hmm. I think the only reason that uh, we put up with him this long is that we have lower standards now for gopher basketball. Because Munson came in, you know, he was replacing Clem, and, and they'd been pretty good for a few years. And uh, and now this guy comes in, and where we expect – less than mediocre and that's what we're getting so Mm -hmm. I don't know though it's uh uh uh, it's we we put up with him a long time I don't know he's uh he never he he was he shouldn't have been hired as a 30-year-old guy with one year of coaching head coaching experience at a nothing school and uh and the fact we let him eight, stay eight years was about too, too long.
1: I'd well, say.
0: Joe always had the great line. It looks like he's practicing being a basketball coach. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it looks like right. he goes into the, the closet where they got the full-length mirror and he practices his faces. <laughs> this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's why we need you to still write sports columns. You make that observation. <laughs> that's pretty damn good. That's good. What's uh, Mr. Reavers think about him?
0: About Patino?
2: Yeah, did he? Did oh, dad oh turn I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. You're talking about my old man. Um, yes. He here. Here's the type of Gopher fan that uh, my father is. He is Sid like whoever's in charge. No, no. You got to give him a chance. Get him some players. The second they're fired, ah, we didn't want him anyway. We got to get. <laughs> we got to get some new blood in here. You know, that's the kind of yes. Gopher fan my my father is. See, people think that
2: Sid would have. Uh, Judd's theory is that Sid would have been pounding on us today about how he beat Ohio State, he beat Illinois. He, beat, no, he didn't beat Illinois. He beat Ohio State, beat Michigan, beat Iowa, beat Purdue. How could you fire him? All those injuries. But I don't think Sid was all in on Patino like he was on the various gopher football coaches because I don't think Patino gave him the free uh, radio appearances. Oh, you know, I think he, occasionally he would have him on, but he was not a regular guest. And I think he, uh, I think he turned down too many Sid radio demands for Sid to be uh, fully on board with him. That's oh. what I
0: think. I'm trying to find the clip that we played uh, of Sid when he was at the opening press conference for Patino when he was talking about replacing the legend like Tubby oh, Smith. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying I mean, to find yeah. it here. I know yeah. I got it here somewhere. Yeah. Pat, how's your ball club today?
2: Ah, uh, they're up in uh, they're up in Northport. I did not go, and uh, J. A. Happ was going to pitch for the first time this spring, the lefty, the thirty-eight year old lefty that they signed, and I did not yet look at the box score to see how he did. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, I like them. I like this team if they can, if Donaldson plays. You know, regularly, not he's not going to play 162, but if, if he can play 130, Simmons, the new shortstop, he's very good in the field. Buxton looks great when he's now that he's got good teeth. He's really good. The first first pitch he saw after he got his new Oof. tooth, he hit a home run. So that's mm-hmm. a good sign. I've always said teeth are very important.
0: Did Just he he that. cracked it chewing on a steak? Is that what I saw?
2: Nah, it's skittles. He's a skittle freak. Oh. Well, if He's, he does yeah, well... he might have cracked the crown chewing on a steak, but there was something going on underneath there because of those bleeping Skittles.
4: But if he does well, then I guess he'll be maxed out at 32 home runs, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Come on. Let's go here. Because he only That's has 32 bad. teeth, That's right? Bad. See? That's a math thing for Joe. I That's why he you. was quiet back, got it right away. I was thinking
1: there were 32 Skittles in a box. I didn't know what the hell you <laughs> no, were talking about. Oh, you only about. have 32 <laughs> teeth.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Well, I only have 31. Uh, but
2: it, it's interesting. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do for a bench because there's rumors that these dummies might have 14 pitchers, which would leave what? them with a three-player bench
3: because
2: mm-hmm. your DH, Cruz, uh, you know, he can't play anywhere. They go to, you know, they. by the way, they start the season in Milwaukee, Joe. You know? No yep. Cruz yep. for three days. DH oh, no I DH see. that's right so, yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, first first time in their history they will uh, be opening since tony since 73 that that they'll be opening the season without a DH in the lineup so hmm. uh, and and an important DH too for them but uh, I, that that's one of the dumbest things ever that baseball thinks they you know they went to the full-time dh last year it worked fine and but they think that they can use it with a for a nugget negotiating with players that they'll give up something if we if they have the full-time dh because i mean the, the dh in both leagues because that'll be a well-paid position but it's nonsense they players aren't going to give you anything for that i don't know why they didn't just go ahead and get, have the full-time dh but uh, in, in both leagues, but uh, they didn't do it. So now you get a team like the Twins that has to start the season with a three game series without one of their without their number three hitter. It's kind of stupid.
0: Oh, Pat, that reminds me. So they're allowing ten thousand, right, for the for the Twins? Yes. Are, are they just gonna do season ticket holders? Is that how? If the
2: season ticket holders took them all, uh, then yeah, they won't. Uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be returns, you know, every day and stuff like this. But they're they're working out some kind of a system with season ticket holders to make those, you know, tickets available. So I, I don't know what the system is. I, I really don't know. How about but they did pretty much admit that that they were going to take care of the season ticket holders first.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
2: Did we know Drew Brees was going to retire? Everybody kind of thought it, uh, yeah. But uh, the, the way cheater, he played he's down a this cheater. Stretch, that, <laughs> he's that, a cheater. <laughs> that, <laughs> he
1: had a hell of a career. Yeah, cheating.
2: I don't know. Was he the guy that said hit farm as often as you can?
4: No, but he would have because that stupid Peyton <laughs> cheating coach. <laughs> think, they should rename them the Saints. The, the the Devils is what they should be.
3: I'm still uh,
2: bitter. You think if, if you think if Brett hadn't gotten beat up. So bad, and he'd been thinking more clearly. He wouldn't have thrown that stupid pass over the middle when they had a chance to win the game with a field goal. You think that was the cause of it?
4: Stop being real, Pat. That's your Catholic upbringing. You just won't. You you, you <laughs> refuse to badmouth the saints because of your Catholic upbringing.
2: New Orleans needed that Super Bowl more than we do. Let's face it. Now, when I leave this veil of tears, yes, the Vikings can go to the Super Bowl. I'm fine with it. But I really enjoy having that hang over our heads.
3: <laughs> it's a you know, topic it's like of discussion.
2: the Red Sox the World Series. They ruined it. They ruined, ruined it. Red Sox baseball. Now they're very upset because they don't re- meet expectations. Same with the
4: Cubs. It's mm-hmm.
2: no fun anymore. That was right. their
0: thing.
4: I'll agree with you, Pat. I will agree with you. Yes.
2: Our thing is never having won it. And by the way, Joe, would you agree that our – the stigma of not winning a Stanley Cup is in jeopardy with uh, Minnesota?
0: Yes. They're that good.
2: What is going on here? Explain well, this Well, I have me. a
0: question before you start, Joe, and I'm going to ask a Joe Souchere question. Okay. Kapersoff scores the hat trick on Friday. Why can't he do that every night? Right. What's wrong with this guy? He stinks. <laughs> he didn't even have a point yesterday.
4: No, he had an no. assist. Yeah, he had he an did. assist? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I thought he had, he had, he had a one assist. assist. Yeah, okay. But here's the deal: only eight shots on goal. You get the pretty good, huh?
2: You get the commie, and he's terrific. But there's a lot of guys. This is a this has to be a good team. It's not just one guy.
1: They are a good team, and they're free. How did that happen,
2: though? Where did this come from? I mean, Dumbo was okay. You knew he had potential, and brodeen has been a good, steady guy. But John Anderson, X. Eh? Eck or whatever the hell his name was Jim Jim Anderson, Anderson. Eck. He, you could have locked him in the arena for an hour and he wouldn't have gotten a goal all of a sudden he's a star What's I,
0: going I on? said this to you on Friday that, I mean, Kaprasov is obviously the biggest difference maker but goaltending, the difference in goaltending has made a world of difference on this team
4: I think reworking the, some of the lines really helped to uh, <laughs> manufacture this uh, this goal scoring and this this win streak, man, switching up the lines I think I this coach there's is there's a hell of a saying, coach i repeat yeah. it
2: Dean, Dean Emerson getting an opportunity to be a successful coach with one of our pro teams is one of the biggest upsets in our pro history as far as coaches are concerned. This guy was brought in by Fenton. He was forced upon Boudreaux by Fenton. They made they made, made Fenton came in made Boudreaux get rid of one of his guys. They gave the job to Dean Emerson. When they fired Boudreau, they didn't know who to give the job to, so they gave it to. Uh, I mean, when they fired, uh, yeah, Boudreau, they didn't know who to give the job to, so they gave it to Emerson. It looked like the all-time lame duck thing, and but he must have gotten saved by the pandemic or something because uh, they didn't want to pay a new coach, and now the guy's he's a he's a he's a genius. He's got a He's got them playing up and down and playing fast, and, uh, you know, they stumbled into him. But it's amazing to me that Fenton, who was uh, treated, uh, you know, like the pariah of all time, brought this guy to the organization, and he survived him.
1: He had another incident. Well, I'm not sure he had an incident, but Parisi didn't play the final 11 minutes the other night. And they went to Evison and said, what does Zach think about that? And he said, I don't know. Ask him. Hmm. He's he's established a very tough presence. I think. I think he doesn't suffer fools gladly.
2: Well, it's very similar to uh, when Yosi got fired in St. Louis. They is kind of this journeyman Baruby or whatever his name is. He's a journeyman player and kind of a nondescript guy, and they named him the coach, and he won the cup.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And. Uh, then they had to give him a three year contract or something. So uh I don't know. This guy, you know what else he's big in? Judd pointed this out to me. Rest and recovery. He's oh. like Rocco. They mm-hmm. don't practice. Really? Not I mean, not hard. They don't, you know, they 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 have soft, you know, soft practices, days off, many more days off than they used to have. Now part of that could be the pandemic schedule too, you know, because everything's scrunched up, but then they miss those games so you know you know if you're if you're playing five games in a week you don't have to practice but
0: the uh, one thing i love it, too and i'm glad fox sports north started doing this is the iso cam just on kaprizov where he you know in fact who was coming off the ice on friday joe and just kind of turn and watched kaprizov just take off from the bench he's like holy crap look at this kid go the iso cam on him is fantastic
2: does, uh is there a mrs. Kaprasov? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to hear him speak too. what's he sound like? Yeah, you don't you, I haven't I haven't heard him either. yeah, it is you know of course there's not that socializing uh, downtown St Paul and uh, you know the, the players can't be out and about but if there's not a mrs. Kaprasov when we get through the pandemic overs there might be some candidates. <laughs>
4: I think, <laughs> I think so. you're right. I think, I think you're so. right. <laughs> He's 23.
2: There might be some, might be some invitations.
4: Uh, we do not. It uh, does not state any uh, romantic involvement at well, this he's point. Kid, he's
2: a kid. What is he,
4: 22? 23 years old. 23. Uh. April
0: 26, he hits 24. There you go. Sophia Mikulski, if you're listening. Uh.
4: <laughs> yeah, she, Sophia, you, how, how's your Russian? July <laughs> will you. go tell him July will you right now. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sophia might be like the only one faster. It's a
2: language to me. It's a, rough, it's a rough language. Well,
4: even that word, zhelayu odachi, that means good luck in Russian. When you tell somebody that, it still sounds like you're mad at them. Zhelayu odachi. <laughs> yeah. This is how you say it. Yes. You can't you're say On me. my yes. lawn. You're right. It's and not- their
2: anthem is frightening. They yeah. play that anthem. It's like it'll- anthems are supposed to make you feel good,
4: it'll s- It'll scare you into singing it.
2: Yeah, aren't they, aren't they supposed to make you feel good? You
0: want to march after you sang We're that song.
2: Stop your guts out,
0: It's funny you asked. It's not a
2: good song.
0: It's funny I, you I, asked you wanted to hear him speak because I, I found this in my email. Marcus sent us a video uh, of Kaprasov. Apparently, Ryan Carter does these series of it's called Post It Up with Ryan Carter, and he was doing a Michelob Golden Light commercial, and this is all that came out of that one.
5: Um. I'm just here for the Golden Lights. There
0: you go.
4: I'm here for the he three asked, Golden I saw Lights. that he asked him about five questions, and his response each time was, I'm just here for Mick Golden Light. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty clever. Well, he's got a deep voice that belies his stature. He's a little guy.
2: He's got a deep voice. Joe, it wasn't a long, it wasn't that long ago. If we wanted one of those guys, we had to put him in the trunk of the car and drive yeah. him across the border. Yeah, that's it's right, unbelievable. That's right. <laughs> who was Louis' guy? Frantisek Musil, right? I think oh, so. Yeah, Musil. Louis, the guy who put Louis. Now that story could have come with a little bit of. Uh, uh, there could there could be some exaggeration of the whole thing from. Uh, Coach Danny, but uh, well, Coach Danny Fantastic, was sneaking they, across borders, and they drove him across the Czech border in a back of a car. I hope it was a big car. He was a big lad, so yeah. that was uh, in a now defecting was kind of fun. You think that guy's going to defect now? The only ones left to defect are Cubans, basically.
3: Yeah,
4: uh, Musa was selected in the second round of the eighty-three NHL entry draft, thirty-eighth overall, by the Stars. Played in the 85 gold medal winning IHF Men's World Championship for Czechoslovakia. Uh, I'm trying to see... Oh, Trying yeah. to see when he,
2: we got him eighty six before the Iron Curtain came. He arrived eighty
4: eight. Yeah, so. he arrived in Minnesota in eighty six, directly out of a, a trunk of a Toyota Corolla driven by none other than Louis Nanny. No, it doesn't say that.
3: There is <laughs> no way
2: he would have gotten that fellow in a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> they had to get one of those non-commie cars to smuggle him out because yeah. that's the other thing about. I would say the worst thing about communism. Were their cars, What you, Joe? Bad <laughs> those
1: cars, were some man. Bad cars. Yeah. So the, the worst car ever was called the Trabot. It was made out of like fiber wood or something. It was, uh, <laughs> wasn't even metal. <laughs> they were big in the East German.
4: Uh, world. East
3: German
1: time. Uh, yeah. I forget.
4: Yeah. I, I yeah. think. That reminds me of the Saturday Night Live skit where they had the Chia car. Where it was made out of uh, just clay, so if you got into an accident, you would just rework the bumper to make it look like it was pristine again. It's hilarious. Made out of uh, uh, clay.
1: Well, Patrick, uh, we're having a snowstorm here, and I bet you're having a bluebird day.
2: It looks nice. I have been out for about 10 minutes today. I've had a bunch of stuff to do, but... uh uh, yes, it looks like it's another nice day here in paradise. Yes, it is. Uh, this. What are you
1: going to name your starting lineup for us?
2: Uh, well, you know who looks good. Garber is going to be the A catcher. I was wondering going in, but he looks looks a lot better than he did last year. He's got something figured out. Plus, he had a he had the intercoastal injury last year that
0: screwed him up Ooh, for a wild. while. Not the intercoastal
2: the intercoastal. I think it's the intercoastal. might be the outer coastal. I don't know which. And then the big big man at first, boy, does he, he looks like a rhinoceros on roller skates playing first so far this yeah. spring. Man, alive. It's been hitting him everywhere but in the glove down there uh, playing first. And uh, and the second baseman, Palaco, we're good there. And Simmons is a uh, shortstop. He's uh, exceptional fielder what took him so long
0: by the way why, why was he not involved early
2: uh he was uh did he have
0: a visa issue he or got something? here
2: late he couldn't get out of curacao oh and then uh when he got here late they gave him a few days to get ready he, he was having the traditional visa problems and although it doesn't sound like this was a phony one because a couple other guys had trouble getting out of curacao too apparently those dutch Those Dutch officials uh, were making it hard for them
3: Hmm. because Curacao is
2: like Puerto Rico is to the U.S. You know, it's a, what do we call it, a property or something? And then uh, 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 Donaldson, terrific if he plays. Left fielder Kirilov, center fielder Buxton, right fielder, a very so far disappointing Max Kepler, after a disappointing last season. And uh, this Rooker, who's a right-handed hitter, has been the best hitter they've had here this spring. And I would imagine he stays, and he could play uh, against lefties either in left field or right field. And uh, when so, you give one of those lefties when you sit down and facing a left-handed pitcher, he looks so good. I don't know. Uh, Can he play first first base too, or is he just an outfielder,
0: Pat? Is, huh? is he just an outfielder, or can he play first base well, he too? He can
2: play first too. But okay. He's his his best position is bat.
4: Right. <laughs> he's
2: <laughs> he's uh, not, uh you you uh he's a young Josh Willingham, I think. Uh, but wow. uh you know a little little more mobile, but not not a hell lot. But he can hit. And then uh, Arise is your backup infielder. I don't know if Jeffers – I thought Jeffers, the kid who came up late last year, would be the backup catcher, but uh, uh, I'm not sure. They might They might just – yeah, I guess he will be. They'll probably start the year with him and see if he's getting enough time. And then uh, your backup, and Rooker, and uh, Jake Cave will stick around probably because he can play center field sort of. So I, I would think that uh, that's your team. And uh, the, the two main pitchers – now you've they've only pitched ten innings apiece, Barrios and and uh, and uh, Maeda. But the quality of pitches they are throwing has been outstanding. This Maeda is a master of of pitching. Uh, the mix of his pitches, the command he has, and uh, Barrios looks better. And he's I mean he's throwing ninety seven when he wants to now. I don't know what happened with him, but uh, he looks great. So you got. You got two leading pitchers, and then you got to slap the bullpen together. But every year you're slapping the bullpen together. But I, uh, uh, some uh, frequent uh, uh, pessimist, I'm pretty optimistic about this bunch if they uh, if they stay healthy. Guys start getting hurt, then who knows?
0: Are they going to pay Barrios? By the way, or are they going to give him an extension?
2: It'll be interesting. But they're getting down to the well, Buxton and him. Buxton's a free agent and. In next year, uh, going to be a free agent in twenty twenty two and Brios too, right? Yes. So I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna cost them some money. That's for sure. Geez, Joe, I watched. Uh, I went over and watched batting practice Saturday.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and they got this kid, a second round draft choice from two thousand nineteen, Cantorino.
3: He's mm-hmm.
2: a from uh, South Lake like Texas, one of those Dallas-Fort Worth suburbs, you know, that's just basically devoted to athletics. But the kid, he threw forty some pitches in two different sessions to the big league hitters. It was the damnest thing I ever saw. He had a discussion with the catcher and the hitter after every pitch. What that pitch do? What that be, you do? Did you think it was that good? Did that get you out in front a little bit, mm-hmm. man? I'm waiting for him to get to the big leagues. He is going to be a quote machine. He is an amped-up kid. <laughs> they love his arm, too. So we got hopes. A good, mouthy Italian lad who could give us some quotes here in a year or so.
1: It's going to be fun, especially with fans back. It's going to be good.
2: Yeah, yeah it will be. It
0: will be. Let's
2: uh, – of course, there could be a little complication come April of downtown Minneapolis, but could we'll uh, we'll uh, yeah. we'll keep our fingers.
0: Crossed. You know, I'm a little disappointed in you two. Uh, we're a sports talk uh, show podcast now in that format, and you guys aren't even discussing the biggest sports topic of the day. It's Joe. It's the opening day of NFL legal tampering. It's kicked really? off this morning. Well,
2: really?
1: I can't wait to follow that. <laughs>
0: Do they describe
2: it as legal tampering?
0: That is the actual definition. At 8 a.m., it's the legal tampering period, which is three days before free agency. That, that means league you can all make
2: right. deals, but you can't announce them. Correct. <laughs> Correct. That's legal champ. We, we, have we got any legal, have we legally tampered with I anybody? don't think
0: we've legally tampered with anybody yet, but uh, I they believe... got
2: bar to take a cut, huh?
0: Yeah, but I believe Chad Graff had a piece uh, that said, Daniil Hunter is not happy and he wants more money. So, there you go.
2: I think Daniil Hunter should be told that, Daniil, you show up for practice, fella, and you show us you're 100% healthy, and you don't have a bad neck and we'll we can talk. We can talk. But mm-hmm. I gotta see him play again. As I said, bad necks in football are not compatible. Nope. In my opinion. Well, I think you're you're on a strong limb there. Yes, because you know, this isn't like having a bad neck and uh, you know croquet. This is football, okay? Right. Yeah. Where they run into each other and do stuff, you know. So yeah. I, I wouldn't give Danielle the money. Yeah. I got to go to the bank. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I got to go to the ATM down here to tap into my small but sturdy uh, Fort Myers account, so I can have a little cash for <with> the <laughs> Fort Myers deal. So. I'll talk to you this All week. All right. See you, yeah. gentlemen. All right. I have been a client of the Canopy Group for five years, and at my last renewal, they are still saving me money. Patrick Ricey here to talk to you about your home and auto insurance. How long have you been with your current insurance company? When was the last time your agent called you and said they could save you money and get you better coverage? This just happened to me. Truly, it did. Each year, the Canopy Group reviews my home and auto insurance with their 16 companies. This year, they saved me an additional seven hundred and. Ninety-one dollars. How? Because the Canopy Group is keeping an eye on my insurance needs and making sure I am always with the right insurance provider. Paying less and getting more is a concept I like. I can't promise that you'll save seven hundred ninety-one dollars, but I can promise you they'll give you options. They'll even tell you if you should stay where you are with that company. Do what I did and contact them at thecanopygroup.com. That's the Canopy Group. Dot com. I've been a client of the Canopy Group for five years and at my last renewal they are still saving me money. Patrick Ricey here to talk to you about your home and auto insurance. How long have you been with your current insurance company? When was the last time your agent called you and said they could save you money and get you better coverage? This just happened to me. Truly it did. Each year the Canopy Group reviews my home and auto insurance with their 16 companies. This year they saved me an additional seven hundred and ninety. How? Because the Canopy Group is keeping an eye on my insurance needs and making sure I am always with the right insurance provider. Paying less and getting more is a concept I like. I can't promise that you'll save $791, but I can promise you they'll give you options. They'll even tell you if you should stay where you are with that company. Do what I did and contact them at thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com.
5: If your furnace or boiler isn't keeping up with the cold weather, call Bonfi. They have regular hours from 7 in the morning to 10 at night, and they answer the phone 24-7. If your heating system needs to be replaced, Bonfi can install a new one for you, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. You'll never have to worry about staying warm again. When you tell the folks at Bonfi you heard about them on The Roycey Show, you'll save $200 off a new installation. For all your heating needs, better call Bonfi.
0: Hey, it's Reavers here once again for Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. And Josh has a very simple question for you, and it's, do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, no. What you own, and make sure you tune into Garage Logic every Tuesday and Thursday for Mr. Money Talks Report. You're going to hear it from himself. That's right, Josh joins us every Tuesday and Thursday in Garage Logic. Trust is often overused and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48 minute financial consultation at 952 925 5608. That's 952 925 5608. Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment. Consultant LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.
4: If you want the
1: best lawn on the block all season long, hook up with a Minnesota grown lawn care company that knows that dandelions, mystery weeds, bare spots, and blight are completely unacceptable. That's professionalturf.com. If you want service techs with 20 years of experience, techs who throw down a combination of environmentally friendly weed killer and slow release long-term fertilizers, then visit professionalturf.com. And you know what, while you're on the website, Take a close look at their landscape projects, and don't forget, they'll service your irrigation system, too. You will have the most lush and luxurious lawn on the block. It's our one-stop for
5: exceptional landscape irrigation services and the best lawn on the block, Professionalturf.com. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health.